Hi, everybody. Welcome to the B2B Sales Podcast. I'm Skip Miller. And I'm Thibaut Suiris. Every two weeks, we're going to be interviewing thought leaders, experts, and top performers in B2B sales. And every other week, we'll share tactical tips and insights on how to start conversations, generate opportunities, and close deals faster. We're on a mission to change the way people see sales. As you know, sales is a profession that is one of the most rewarding ever. Yet people are afraid to try or really extend themselves. And this isn't really good. This podcast is brought to you by Sales Labs and M3 Learning. If you want to attend the recording of the podcast episodes and ask your questions to the guests, you can join the Selling Advantage community. It's a $25 a month subscription where you get access to a community of B2B salespeople, exclusive events, and tactical resources to help you close bigger deals faster. Join today and get one month for free at www.sellingadvantage.io. So get ready for your dose of sales wisdom, tools, and tactics, and enjoy the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this new episode of the B2B Sales Podcast. Today, we're back with Skip uh, to talk about three things to prepare uh, for Q4. So it's the first kind of week of Q4 while you're listening to this episode. So uh, Skip, welcome again. It's been a while we didn't record uh, an episode together. How are you doing? Very, very good. Just getting ready for Q4 like everybody else. So <laughs> yeah. um, things to do and try to get, get focused. Exactly. So what have you been up to? Before we get started, like how, how how's life? Busy. I mean, just you know, we moved to San Diego almost over a little over a year ago, and in between the you know pickleball and grandkids and you know work gets in the way, but uh, just busy. So it's fun. Just you know, as we're seeing <clears throat> more and more people come out of the recession, some people are traveling more, some people are are getting on planes. You know, I think a hybrid model will start really get into into focus where. You know, there's some in person, but still a lot to be said on virtual. I think we're still social creatures and people still like to be with some people and meet face to face. So I think you'll see some hybrid stuff going on. So we've been doing a little bit of that as well, but mm -hmm. um, quite busy. Same here. I've actually seen a lot of things where instead of doing like on-site training for the whole thing, you do maybe three, four sessions and you finish with the last session on-site, which is pretty cool because then we don't get to go hang out for eight hours <clears> and then completely drain. So... I am convinced this incremental learning thing, you know, that we've been doing, you know, a 90 minute session, wait a couple of days, 90 minute session. Yeah. Our stuff is still tool based. You know, you walk away with 20, 30 tools. It's not like proactive selling. Right. Yeah. So, you know, it's tool based. So you give them a few tools, people try it out. They come back to report it was successful. It wasn't successful. This incremental learning, I, I think is going to be a hard thing to throw away because it, it's just more effective for the students. Yeah. Better outcomes. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly right. So let's talk about Q4. Last quarter of the year, uh, the most important for most, and uh, basically our last chance to grab budget and and basically to make money. So tell us about you know what you would advise us as salespeople to prepare for Q4. Yeah. Um, the the first thing I mean we see it every year, <clears throat> and the first thing is, yeah, you got to disqualify. You got to get rid of the baggage you're going to be spending October, November with to get a disappointment in, in December. Yeah. So it's scary. You know, I've got 10 deals going into the fourth quarter. And if I really qualified them and disqualified them, I'd have like four. Mm -hmm. That's better. Four good ones is better than 10 because all you're doing is getting maybes in the funnel. So really clean up that funnel. 
So be really judicious. And, and, and the best way, in my opinion, right, is to gauge energy of the deal. Does this deal have energy? And in my opinion, one of the best ways to judge energy of a deal is to get to the above the line, the C-suite buyer, and find out what's the size of the problem. You know, we talked to people <clears throat> at length the last couple of weeks about the ROI of the asset versus the ROI of the uh, outcome. Mm -hmm. The ROI of the asset says, if you want to spend 40 grand with me, what's the return on investment I'm going to get for the 40 grand? The ROI on the outcome says, you know, I've got a $30 million initiative and I think I'm halfway there. I got a $15 million problem and I can see where your stuff will make a dent in that. The best way to get energy, energy lies above the line. Stop thinking your associate manager is going to be the one who's your champion. You're in a bad position. So mm -hmm. take this fourth quarter and number one, get to the ATL and ask them what the size of the problem is. And if they can't do that or they won't do that, <clears throat> I put the deal in maintenance mode because you're just going to be in for a disappointment later on in November and it's going to suck up a lot of your time. So number one, and, and, and I'll ask you, I'll flip it to you. How do you determine energy of a deal that, that's worth your time to consider keep investing in, Tiro? Yeah. So for me, again, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to the ATL. Uh, one thing I love doing is giving homework assignment. Um, so maybe two things we can talk about. One big problem, a lot of people will tell you, they say, okay, great, but how do I get to the ATL? So I think it's, you know, like trumpeting is something that works extremely well. By the way, there was one of your students who's been posting a lot on LinkedIn about how she's using trumpeting. Um, and she, it's amazing, like super tactical. Uh, I, I really like posts she's doing there, but basically it's making sure you keep your ATLs in the loop because you have this thing that we call the split, as you, as you know really well, where... You yeah, they say, hey, talk to my BTL, I want to do that. And then you go and, and you have the sales process with the BTL and then you come to the ATL and their trains or initiatives have changed. So I think it's really trumpeting, making sure that you keep them in the loop and then giving them some homework assignment, as you said. And the big problem, I think the, the huge issue with, with the, giving this homework assignment and, and, and checking if the deal has energy is that most people are super afraid of, of the truth that the deal doesn't have energy because they don't have an ATL involved. So for me, that's really making sure you have the ATL in there. Um, and often the problem is it's lost. The, the control of the process is lost at the beginning, or, you know, in the first call you're having. So I think that's, that's a bit of an issue. By the way, on that, um, if you didn't involve the ATL at the beginning and you, you kind of want to go and trumpet, how do you do that without making the BTL a bit, let's say, pissed? Because... <clears throat> In their back. This is a perfect time of the year to, to get to ATL because every ATL on the planet right now is thinking about 2023. Yeah. The BTLs are never invited to those meetings. Mm -hmm. And your stuff that you're selling them should have an impact on 2023 initiatives. So there's nothing wrong <clears throat> with telling your champion, the BTL, hi. You know, you're investing 20 grand, 30 grand, 100 grand, 200 grand, whatever it is. I want to make sure that it your investment is maximized. What are the new initiatives that you're looking at in 23? And how can we find this out? Because if there's some initiatives that are coming down first, second quarter that you could affect with the investment you're making, and we don't know about it. I mean, I haven't done my job. Then mm -hmm. use the question where. Never ask who, ask where. 
Where can we go to find this out? And who should we talk to? Mm -hmm. Now you're on a mission to find out what these new initiatives are. I don't know if you can sell them or not. It's not about selling them more stuff. It's making sure that there's energy in the deal. And if you can get to the ATL and find out that you can make a dent in two or three new initiatives for the first half of 23, I think you got a live deal. The energy is very high. Mm -hmm. If you get blocked, no, no, no. I'm in charge of this and I'm doing what I need to do to get this done. I appreciate that. However, I want to make sure that if there's some new stuff coming down first, second quarter, that this could be a part of, and you're not taking advantage of it, then I'm not doing my job. We need to make sure we talk about the initiatives, not I want to talk to your boss because you're an idiot. It's where can we go to fight out the new initiatives for first half? Because isn't the job to maximize the investment you're making here? So use that right now because everybody's thinking about 2023. And if you can make a dent in those 23 initiatives, which the BTL doesn't know about because they're never invited to the strategy meetings. Mm -hmm. So it's a perfect opportunity. Yeah. And I think people are really afraid of that because they, they always say, okay, I'm being blocked by the BTL. I don't want to you know, get in trouble. I think you gave a really play, a good playbook there to ask where can we know more about that and who is involved? And then really asking you know, about the key initiatives and, and saying, hey, pushing back because you say, I want to make sure we maximize the ROI of your investment. And if they're really still pushing back, then that's when you know, okay, maybe the deal is not that qualified. <clears throat> and so I think that's the biggest problem I see in training is people are really afraid of, of basically closing lost their deal. They just, they have this one deal, they were thinking, you know, that would be the one that that's going to save them. And it doesn't in the end. And they just prefer, you know, like believing that it's something totally out of the, their control and, and focusing on that and then just losing it. Then just, you know, looking in, in front and say, okay, you know, this deal doesn't exist. So I need to kind of prospect and find new deals. So so two things about that. One, there's a sense of loss. And I hate that, yeah. right? It's it's better to have something than nothing. So if I, I, I'll, I'll feel a sense of loss, you know, then I won't have anything. And if I don't have anything, I won't make a sale. And if I don't make a sale, I get fired. If I get fired, I won't be able to eat and I'll have to sell my house. It just, there's a death yeah. spiral. Yeah. So <clears throat> we got to go over that sense of loss. If it's a real deal, don't mean you're not going to your door. They're going to go, no, no, I'm sorry. We should have gotten back to you. Yeah, let's keep, right? There's ways to re-energize these deals. Yeah, and you talked about it, doing homework assignments. You know, give them a homework assignment to find out what, what's going on. I think right now is a perfect opportunity to ask C-suite about their presentations. Mm -hmm. you, know, you and I talk about slide seven. It, it's a metaphor for there's a slide in the ATL's deck that talks about 2023 initiatives. Yeah. Get a copy of it. ATLs are happy to share it. BTLs are like, oh, no, we can't give you that. That's, you know, <clears throat> ATLs who put it together, they don't care. So yeah. those homework assignments are, are good ways to get judge energy for the deal. Yeah. What I do is I also include a, a link to the post you did about your session three of proactive discovery, where you talk about the array of the asset versus array of the outcome. Because yeah. slide seven goes in the array of the outcome. And it's a great thing. You just go ask the BTL, what, you know, what's the error they're expecting? Easy to get. And then, okay, what's the error uh, of the outcome? Often they just don't know. And then, okay, do your homework assignment. Bring me the ATL to the table or at least get get me this slide. So I think I'll put the, the link in the show notes so people can Yeah, go. because, you know, you and I understood what you just said. I don't think a lot of other people did. So <laughs> yeah. put the link there so it's very explanatory about yeah. how to get both value propositions. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And the third thing, Tebow, why is it so hard 
use the word decide, decision. John, I'll be happy to send you this proposal. When do you think we can get a decision? Mary, I sent you a proposal last Wednesday. When can we get a decision? Use the word decide. I, I'm jumping up and down screaming this to people. And then I get their emails and there's no word decide. When will we hear from you again? You know, let's chat next Wednesday. Let's get a meeting to discuss. No, no discussion. Make a decision. So it's not like you're, 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 you're pushing somebody off a cliff. It's folks, you've got all the answers. You've got what you need. Can we get a decision to move forward? Now we got to go through purchasing and stuff or whatever it may be. But do we have a decision that we're going forward? Yeah. Use the word decide, decision. I mean, it, why is that so hard? Why is people just choking to ask that, Tivo? Mm -hmm. I don't know, but I, I decide is, is just a, a wonderful world because a wonderful word, sorry, because it's it's really gets people to, you know, you can see because most of the deals you're losing, you're losing them against indecision. People who are just like, okay, you know, we were just tire kicking, making sure it would work. And to that, to, to this kind of situation, I have a, one of my customers is a, a really big uh, e-commerce brand, pretty much the biggest you can actually know in the world. And <laughs> what is really cool there is that they were, we want to work with you. We want to make it work. And they made a decision before even knowing the process. And they were like, oh, let's do this. And then like, oh, actually, there's a process to get to getting you paid. And was, so that's, that's what you see is that when there's energy, people will go, they'll make it happen. And then they'll actually think about the process. And what you see very often, people are using processes, legal, and they they put that in front of the decision. Like, oh, we have to go through that and see if it works. And often it's because you're not asking for the, yeah. the decision. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. So, yeah, those are some of the tools. And folks, don't forget about free money. Free money is I'm an ATL, a VP, senior VP, CEO, and I've got 2022 budgets and some of my budget money didn't get spent so i think i want to buy your stuff next year so i put fifty thousand in the budget and that's my budget mm -hmm. well you know what i got fifty thousand left over in 22 so i could take my 22 money and buy your stuff and that fifty thousand in my 23 budget is still there mm -hmm. it's my slush fund it's my cheat fund it's free money i get to spend anywhere i want to yeah i mean the cfo doesn't care it's fifty thousand in the budget yeah. But I know I'm not going to spend it on this. I get to spend it on a whole bunch of other stuff. It's free money. Everybody mm -hmm. does it. We've just closed two deals in the last two weeks where they say, can you bill me like now? You know, we'll do the training in 23, but can you bill me now? We've, we've just closed two for substantial amounts because we are at the ATL level. Mm -hmm. Don't forget to hunt for free money. It's there. We see it every year. And... People want to make sure that the BTLs, oh, I have to give the budget back. You know, you know, I, if we don't spend ATLs, they know the game. So mm -hmm. don't forget to hunt for free money while you're talking to people because it's there. Everybody got a lot of money in 2023 for travel and stuff, and they didn't spend it. The yeah. ATLs can move budget around, and they'll be able to spend money and slop it over to 23, and they get free money. They get to do what mm -hmm. they want to. Yeah, because if they don't spend it, they don't have it next year. So that's why Q4 is such a great quarter for, for that, because you can get this free money because it's there, has to be spent. And that's why most deals are, a lot of deals are closed between Christmas and, and New Year, because it has yep. to be signed, it has to be built at that time before the period the first. It's true. However, I've seen two already, and we're in September. 
Yeah. So let's now wait to the end of December to exactly. do it. Let's, yeah. Let's go. Let's go for them. So those are some ideas, right? right? Judge energy, right? Make sure you get to the ATL and ask them about the 23 initiatives that you can make a dent in. Try to find the size of the problem. You know, you're going to do that ROI slide, which is outstanding. And don't forget about free money. Those are some tips that some of the people out there could actually start using to help prepare themselves for Q4. I know you got a couple more days in, in, in Q3 or whatever month it is right for everybody, but the, the earlier you can clean up your pipe, get rid of the maybes. If they're real deals, they'll come back. Mm -hmm. But focus on what's real. Let's not just focus on a bunch of maybes. You know, I got a 30% shot. I mean, you got a better shot in Vegas. I mean, 30% is not worth it, man. Yeah. Great. Yeah, and Vegas is not really a good place to make money. So, yeah. <laughs> it, it, neither is a 30% pipeline. No. <laughs> cool. So that was, that was some some great tips, uh, Skip. Uh, thanks again for sharing that with us. And uh, I guess I'll see you around in, in a few weeks. Thanks for listening to that episode. If you like what you hear and you want to explore more, I invite you to join the Selling Advantage community. It's a paid community we're running with Skip Miller, where you're going to get access to a content library with training, checklist, and exclusive resources. You'll also get access to our experimentation swipe file and a Discord group with 150 Texas people. We also have online events where we invite special guests, a regular Ask Us Anything, and our content is focused on sales for North America and EMEA. If you want to check it out, go to sellingadvantage.io or click on the link in the show notes and you'll be able to sign up.